Hey guys, just a heads up. This podcast contains adult language and occasionally has adult themes. If you are under the age of 18, you need to click away. No, seriously, if you are a child or someone who's going to be judging me around the dinner table, you need to find another podcast. Thanks. Hey guys, welcome, welcome back. Uh, This is Panda Talks. I'm Panda. I'm Brady. Um, one of these days, preferably when we have a house with a, a room for a computer, we'll we'll get back on the computer and record there and add some nice music and be all fancy, <laughs> but until then, we're going to be lazy and enjoy sitting on the couch and recording off my phone because some episodes sound like we're talking in a tin can and others actually sound pretty good, so. I don't know why that is. I don't either. We don't really change anything. Well, I'm sitting on this side of the couch tonight. Uh, I guess we'll see you. if it if it sounds terrible, then we'll swap sides. <laughs> Maybe. Um, so I think today's gonna be a little bit of a darker subject matter. As always, we're going in blind, and we're just gonna be. Talking not expert opinions on just some topics that have been happening lately, but we just kind of brought it up. And um, so, content warning if you are uncomfortable with like talks about abuse and possibly grooming, and I think those are our big two ones. Obviously, it's going to touch into like other areas, but like that's what this episode's about because. Um, here it's August 26th, 26, 2021, so September, you're a month behind. I, I sh- no, I'm, I shouldn't be, because I have just been, our house is decorated for Halloween, except for my Jack and Zero, I have to figure out where they're going, um, <clears throat> and I also have to possibly perform leg surgery on Jack, I'm kind of putting it off because it scares me. But other than that, we're all decorated. I've, I've broken out. We had uh, pumpkin spiced white hot chocolate today. And today I just was like, we're doing fall shit all day. And we did fall shit all day. And it was great. I baked banana bread. We watched like three scary, not scary, but like Halloween-y movies. Mm-hmm. We read Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. We went up the canyon and went leaf picking. Oh, it was a good day. Yeah, I had fun. I mean... Yeah, I wouldn't, cause it's been fall for like a a couple days now. I can't remember when the solstice was. Pretty sure it was the twenty second. Um, but I brought this up with you. I kind of have felt like I got um, what's the word without using a a bad word? I kind of feel like I got screwed out of a lot of stuff last year. That's a terrible way to say it, but because. Would you say you got gypped? I got gypped, but I feel like that's offensive. Oh, that is offensive. Well, it's my people I'm offending. So, So I I didn't think about it till like earlier this year. Or not earlier this year. It was probably like a month ago. So, I guess technically, it's besides the point. But I was thinking, last year I had two jobs. And I had a morning job and a night job. And my night job, every night was closing. So, I'd leave and then come home basically at bedtime like time to go to bed 
Yeah, we had, like, I forced myself to stay awake for 15 minutes just to have that time with you. And then at that point, I was like, I have to go to bed. But... Yeah. Well, and I felt, so I felt personally like I didn't get to enjoy the holidays as much because I, I got to do the majority of it. Like, I got to do holiday, like, people would plan around my schedule. Like, oh, I, I you have this day off, let's do a party this day. So most of the people were good enough to excuse me, to plan around it, but I still, like, we used to have this tradition for most of the holidays, we would, like, Halloween, can't do this anymore, obviously, with kids, but we'd watch a different scary movie every day leading up to the 31st, and then, um, there's not many Thanksgiving movies, so we'd do what we could there. I feel like those are your traditions you try to impose, and I just am along for the ride. Yeah, that's that's what I like to do. And then December, I'd watch a Christmas movie every day leading up to Christmas. But the one we both have is um, we watch Elf on December fourth because it's our we watch that in the hospital waiting for our daughter to be born. Yeah. Um, but other than that, also we... you kick things off with. Well, it's funny, because every year, Brady... Do you, we're not here to talk about Christmas traditions. Let's say that December is freaking far away. It's spooky season, and we're here to talk about probably the scariest topic of all. Abuse. Because, you know what? Like, I'm on a fan of the opera kick after reading the book. And, you know what that movie taught me growing up? Otherwise, other than, like, if it's Gerard Butler, it's okay if he's a stalker. But... The moral of that story was the monsters are real people, not not ghosts. It's real assholes out there doing bad things. So to bring it back... Um, well, to go even darker, I guess. Most of the stuff that people base movies off of, of like people like the dude that does... What's it called? Like the, the Hannibal Lecter series, like he'll take real things that have happened and then he'll be like i turned that into this guy. so it's like based off of real people yeah and then you're like that's terrifying because this already is a terrifying subject but just to know that you took that from a real life person like people what were we i can't remember but yeah we were listening to something earlier where the person's like it's just like the thing that makes this scary this movie scary isn't that this movie scary. It's that these are just people doing terrible things. I can't I remember what movie that is. I can't remember what it was. Somebody was talking about a movie like it's not supernatural. It's just like people doing horrible things, and that's what makes the movie the scary. Is no, I can, I'll think about it, and if it, if it comes into mind, okay. I'll I'll bring it up. Well, um, yeah. So why I bring up the date, which kicked us off on that train tangent. Um, was, for those keeping up with the nudes, is that, and I'm going to butcher the name because I've completely forgot it, is Gabby Fatio. Uh, that case has, I've been, I was following that. I was kind of, in, I was pretty invested. Um, and I missed it because I, <laughs> I'm a weird ass. I know I'm one of those people, but I don't watch the news don't watch the news I like I'm just I don't know it's just yeah things are messed up so anyways I did hear that they found her body but I don't know specifics and but you know it it's just it just this is a topic that gets me so heated 
yeah is um abuse and predators and you know you and i have been kind of i don't know we were just kind of invested in talking about it and so we just thought you know what zip it save it for the podcast so um for those who don't know uh gabby Petito was traveling across the country with her boyfriend and i'm one of those people that's like i'm not even gonna mention his name because um for a couple reasons mainly i've forgotten it mm-hmm. and secondly um he's not worth my breath and i don't know i don't want to glorify him i don't want to you know give him a spotlight because he doesn't deserve that because he's a scumbag but um and watch he's gonna come out innocent and i just like shout well, all over him but it's pretty damning evidence yeah, against him like, it does not look good there's no smoking gun but it's pretty obvious that so anyways um i don't know the full story but from what i gathered is uh so they're driving cross country they were in moab utah and they're having an argument in public um and so some people called the police on a des- domestic violence case uh, police pulled them over. He was speeding and like swerving, driving aggressively. Mm-hmm. So police pulled him over. You can watch the full body cam footage. Um, if you follow Voices for Justice or Sarah Turney, I'm not sure which one she goes under, but it's on TikTok. Just you know, search it and you'll find her. She released all like five videos of the body cam footage. Um, Police pulled him over, separated him, and here's where we get into the first, like, controversy of the subject. So we'll come back to this, and I'll just, like, brief everyone if they don't know. Um, They separate Gabby and her boyfriend for the night, and so that's in Moab, Utah. Then the next day they head off. Pretty freaking surreal when you think that, like, she literally passed through our town. to get to where she ended up like i just i get in these weird places where i'm like did she pull off in you know this city and go to this gas station or like hey did they like talk about you know you know like were they making fun of the names like nephi what the hell kind of town is that it's just things like that go through my head like they literally drove past us at some point Mm -hmm. that's so weird to me but anyways um the last like known place where she was alive last place people like physically heard from her was salt lake city she like called her parents then after that it was only text message text messages um then like they were getting text messages that they felt like weren't from her and like there's an instagram post that they're like we don't think she posted this and then just like her boyfriend just goes home in her van alone and then just gets a lawyer, which that's another controversial whatever topic, so we'll come back to that. But yeah. um that's the last well, I not the last thing, but he was there for like I feel like about a week. And then they found her body. I'm not sure where, but it was like some national park in what was it Wyoming? Was it Wyoming? I think it was I'm pretty sure it was Wyoming. So they're going to Yosemite. And I don't know where this, I don't even know where the park is, but my mom kept saying it matter-of-factly, like I should know. And I'm just like, 
okay, I'm just a national park, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the boyfriend's just gone missing. And his parents were like, oh, he went out for a hike in this park in Florida where he lives. And he hasn't come back since. And I'm like, dude's gone. Dude friggin' jumped to Mexico. Like, homie peaced out. Like, yeah. he's not coming back. So, that's the that's long short of it. If and Go look it up. Someone can explain it better. But, um, yeah. Let's jump in. What if, What is the hot topic I told us to zip it on? I can't even remember now. We need to write down our thoughts. I used to take notes for this show. I used to be better. <laughs> um, I can't remember what we were talking about. But um, all I could think of when you when you told me it, when I heard about it, if they found her in Wyoming. Um, and I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I'm like, okay. Hey, if it was us in the situation, which we don't have any, I guess saying I like, don't have any domestic violence isn't, you know, nobody would be like, yeah, sure, whatever you say. Yeah. Um, but it, like, let's say we went to Wyoming and we got in a fight. There's no circumstance in which I would leave you and drive unless I drove you to the airport and said, you fly home. I'm or finishing this by myself. Or some, like populated area not just in the middle of nowhere but if like i had no idea where you like if you would have went missing in a spot i probably would have stayed in that spot until you were found or like reported you or you know like yeah i wouldn't have gone home especially you know i don't know how far the drive is from wyoming to florida but i'm guessing it's like a day's drive no i'd say multiple days because it's like it's what is it from here to texas it's like 18 hours, I think. Well, southern Texas. Southern or was Texas? It, it was, I guess it was like western Texas, so it's not that far. It was far, like center. But... Dallas is like center. It's like it 18 hours. and I'm So from here to Florida, yeah, it'd be like a day and a half, two yeah, days. Yeah, I'm going to say like two days tops, but I, I don't know. Um. So just going back to what you said about there's no domestic violence here. Um, yeah, I've kind of been saying the same, like, we, it, we bring it up, it, the topic comes up at, like, work with clients, mm-hmm. and I always say, like, so I'm not an expert on abuse, I have studied and researched, but I am not the person to go to for it. Maybe we should have kicked off this episode with, like, call this number for domestic abuse. I was gonna put it at the end. Maybe we should plug it. We can do the whole... The whole thing at the end, like, because we have our other topic and they had a number at the end of theirs. Yeah, and... we'll look that up later. But, um, so not an expert of abuse, but I've, like, researched it a lot. And, um, when I, like, talk to people about, like, the one subject we're about to dive into is I'm, like, like, this, like, hits so close to home for me. Like, this is such a personal topic to me. And then I say that and I go... I'm fine. This is not a cry for help. Like, my home life is good. But I'm like, damn it, once you, like, bring it up, there is, like, no way of, like, no, really, I'm fine. Oh, oh, are you? Like, blink if you're not. It's like, well, I gotta blink, but but I'm fine, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's one of those situations where you constantly dig or, yeah, put your foot in your mouth. Well, it's like the, the Bo Burnham song. My whole family thinks I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. The whole song's him singing about how his family thinks he's gay, but he's not. And then at the end, he's like, 
you all probably think I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's kind of, if you start off as, if you start off anything by going, we don't have any domestic violence at home, but let me talk about it. Like, that yeah. sounds suspicious. No, but. people can think what they want. Um, it's just your brother-in-law listening, so he can think what he wants. <laughs> my brother-in-law? Or my brother-in-law. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. A month know. behind and I'm in another family. <sighs> but, yeah, it's... And I I guess we'll address it because we kind of said we would. He went home and lawyered up and everybody's like, well, he lawyered up. And I'm like, literally everything I've ever seen and every advice I've ever heard from a lawyer is if, if you get arrested for anything, call a lawyer. lawyer don't talk uh... to the police without a lawyer. So when everybody's like, he lawyered up, I'm like, well, I mean, I would. If it I looks got... suspicious, but yeah, you're you're supposed to. I listened to a whole episode on Sword and Scale, and it pissed a lot of people off because it was just about because he's like, get a lawyer, like don't ever not even if you're if you're guilty, get a lawyer. If you're innocent, get a lawyer. Like just get a lawyer because they're just there to like protect you, and especially if the cops think you've done it. You could be wrongfully accused because they'll, like, use these interrogating tactics that aren't really ethical, but if they really suspect it's you, they'll do it. And to have a lawyer there, like, they're going to be the ones that, like, are going to be like, okay, no, we're done. Like, you've yeah. had us for an hour and a half. Like, we're going to leave. You can't, you know, like, they'll set a time limit, stick up for you, you know, whatever. But, um, so yeah, it looks suspicious that he lawyered up, but... I don't think a lot of people know to do that because it it looks suspicious. And if you think, I'm innocent, I don't need a lawyer, just just get a lawyer, people. Yeah, because, I mean, that's a whole other episode. But you could say something that you didn't mean anything by, but it can be twisted into something else. And Like, if you my whole lawyer, life is great. There's no abuse here. Yeah. <laughs> Your lawyer would be like, don't say anything. Just yes, no. Don't, don't say anything extra. But... So I can't like fault him for that, but everything else is a red flag. But I'm not. Yeah. We're not here to be like this guy's guilty or not. Like we'll wait till. Yeah, but it's or it's if he goes so to court. Damning. It's and that's it's not just the lawyering up that's damning. It's like if you watch those body cam footage, and if you're familiar with the cycle of abuse, like. Uh, and so here's like where I really get just so pissy and passionate about this subject is the Moab police are now under scrutiny. Me, not being an expert, but this hitting close to home, watching that body cam footage, I personally think that the Moab police did everything they could have in that moment. And yes, in hindsight, it would have been so easy for them to have done more. But you can't arrest people on suspicion, unfortunately. I kind of wish we could because half the time, I don't know. Like, it would have been nice if they could have done more. But um, And here's where I get pissed. Unless the abusee says, yes, this is happening, please help, they can't do anything. Yeah. And so, by separating him for the night, I think that was a really... Like, I think they did everything they could, and it, like, makes me upset that they're... Apparently, there's more to that, but I couldn't hear the news when it was talking about it, because I have children, and... Yeah. Uh, so, I need to look into it, but... um, 
yeah, it's just, it's frustrating. And I brought that up with a client about how you can't arrest people on suspicion. And she said, yeah, not even with kids. And it's just heartbreaking because you can call Child Protective Services um, over and over. But unless the kid themselves say, yes, I'm in trouble, they can't do anything. Even if, like, all the evidence is there, if there's no smoking gun, they can't do it. So yeah. that's the topic I really wanted to dive into is, like, the abuse cycle and everything. <laughs> Well, I think it was, like, I don't know why people are getting mad, because you can hear them on the body cam going, are you sure everything's fine? Like, they ask her, like, four or five times, are you sure? Like, is everything good here? Because she is, like, not just crying, she's, like, hysterical. Yeah. And you're like, okay, is they're they're obviously freaking out about the way that she's acting. So... I don't know. I feel like they they wanted her to say something, but like you said, if you're abused, I don't think you're going to say anything. And usually, like, we'll talk about this more later in the episode, but it's like your mind is just so warped at that point. Yeah. If it's been like a long time or a certain amount of time, your mind is just like not the way it was before. Well, yeah, and it's, and, like, how abuse works is your abuser will isolate you, cut off your friends and family, um, one way or another, whether it's, like, through manipulation, like, everyone's favorite word in 2021, gaslighting, or, like, threats, whatever. It's, they'll cut you off from your communication, make you feel like you have no one to turn to but them. Um... A lot of abusers will also cut individuals off financially, so they have no one to depend on but the abuser. No. Um, so the individual really does feel like they have nowhere else to go, you know. Um, especially when you get, like, manipulation and gaslighting involved, like, someone throws a fit and then it's like, no, well, you're crazy, you're the one doing this, you whatever, you know. Um... So I think just the biggest thing that pisses me off and really breaks my heart is hearing the, uh, well, she had the police there. Why didn't she say something? Why didn't she do something? It's really not that simple. Yeah. Like, especially being like, quite literally, if no one's familiar with Moab, it's, what's the population? It's tiny. It's tiny. It's tiny and it's desert. Like, I, even Elizabeth Smart when the cops found her, they knew it was her, and they were trying to get her to say, it's me, so they could take her away, but they couldn't until she, like, confirmed it was her. They had her, like, by herself, not around her abusers, in a cop car where they could not hear her, and she was still too afraid to say, yes, it's me. Because she didn't think they'd believe her. Because of, like, the torment and, like... um. I don't want to say brainwashing, but brainwashing she went through with her captors. Like, and then finally she, like, said it so, like, very cryptically, like, something scripture-wise. So if, like, her abusers did hear her, they wouldn't think that, like, she turned herself in. They just, you know, they're religious nuts, so they probably thought. But anyways, like, it just, 
makes me angry that I hear that, like, oh, she should have done this, or why didn't she leave when she had the chance? Like, it just, I don't know how to explain it other than it's just not that simple. Like, that is just not where your frame of mind is at, and especially, like, like, you said it best, like, your mind is just so warped towards this person, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, part of you could be thinking, like, maybe I could get out of this, but then the other part of you is like, if they find out that I said this, like, what's, what are they going to do to me? Yeah. And, like, um, I think another thing to bring up is also, like, the abuse cycle. And this is another reason why it's, like, so hard for abusees to leave is, like, I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm using it, is, um... They'll have the honeymoon phase and everything's just great and perfect and lovey-dovey. And then you're on the eggshell stage where everything's just tense and you're just trying not to piss that other person off. And then inevitably you hit the explosion stage. That's when the abuse, the fight, everything horrible happens. And then you flip right back into that honeymoon stage. And what I find really interesting is that, like, so abusees will become so comfortable in this rhythm because as humans we are creatures of habit and you know this is just routine that the abusee can actually like trigger a big explosion and fight so they can have a honeymoon phase like um i have examples but i want to keep names private and not be making big accusations and getting in trouble but like I have witnessed like an individual before a family party or a holiday or something like going on in that person family pictures you know trigger one of these big blowout fights and then everything's happy hunky-dory for the birthday or for the pictures or whatever yeah and you know I was quite young when I watch this so when I was an adult learning about it it just really oh shit that makes like thinking back to like oh so I don't yeah I don't know why I bring that up other than just to point out more abused abusive relationship signs and just to kind of defend Gabby because it it really does break my heart and pisses me off when I hear people talk shit like that because it's just Oh, everyone needs to take an a uh, take a class on like abuse or something cuz I get riled up. I get riled up. Do you have anything to add? Sorry, I've been talking this whole time. No, you're good. I told you I get passionate on this subject. Well, and it's I think before it it's easier, well, I guess easier and harder to talk about cuz we didn't know what had happened to her, but now Obviously, they found her, and you're like, okay, so we know how it ends. Because before, you're like, well, I don't want to talk about it like she's been killed. Because that's, you know, offensive, just in case. Because I'm sure people did that all the time with Elizabeth Smart. They're probably like, oh, yeah, there's no way she's alive. I definitely thought she was dead. Because she was gone for... Nine months. Was that it? I thought she was gone for, like, three years. She wasn't gone for three years. It was... I think it was nine... I just recently, like, I've been listening to her podcast, and I recently, Voices for Justice did a whole 
episode on her. I want to say it was nine months. It, I mean, it very maybe. Well let's been. just say it was a year, just to be safe. But it's probably different for other people. Why don't you Google it right now? You have a phone. We live in, we live in Utah, and so I was like, there were billboards all over the place, and you know, reward for information. Well, so Voices for Justice is about Sarah Turney, um getting justice for her older sister. Her older sister went missing about the same time as Elizabeth Smart. They were in Arizona, and I'm not saying that's, like, very far away, but, like, the dad pointed out, like, oh, Elizabeth Smart gets all the attention because her family's rich, and Alyssa doesn't because we're not rich, which, kind of bullshit, but go listen to that season one of Voices for Justice, and you'll hear about that, but... Nine months. Nine months. I mean, that's still, that's a long time. Yeah, I mean, as a parent... Oh, God. I think it would be really hard to stay positive after, especially because you have all of your TV shows where it's like, if you don't, like, all the good clues are in the first 48 hours, so after you don't find them in the first 48, then the the odds of you finding them are, like, cut in half. Like, that's just pain I never want to even imagine. Yeah. Like, but, um... In other news, I know we did bring her up in a very, very early episode, possibly last year. I don't even remember what episode, but I, I do, or do remember saying, what is Elizabeth Smart up to? I hope she's doing well. Well, in, a, in case anyone's wondering, she's doing very well. She's married. She has three kids. And she's, you know, still going out there and, like, having justice for abused victims. She's doing so much good in this world. And... If you want to listen to her podcast, it's called Smart Talks. Um, Her quality, I shouldn't say that. I really enjoy it. It's really hard to listen to. Um, She has all these other victims on telling their story, and it's hard to listen to, but it's so great because it just helps you with, like, here's, you know, facts about predators, and here's how to, like, Mm -hmm. help raise your children, and, like, here's the signs, and, you know. So it's helping me prepare to keep my kids as safe as possible. But um I love listening to it because you can hear her kids in the background and um it just makes me feel like, well, she's really great and her podcast is really successful, so we can talk and sound like we're in a can and <laughs> we'll still be hopefully we'll be successful one day. <laughs> well I think I don't know. To I guess just to go on a tangent on that subject, like I feel like we what we started watching YouTube back in like 2012 and most people were just like had a typical weird setup. Like I think one person would have their would put their microphone in their shoe because they didn't have a mic holder. Oh, yeah. Was that Matt Pat? I don't know. I remember Markiplier doing it once or twice, but oh. I was like, he just has a microphone in his shoe. And we have a setup. It's just that we don't have good, good chairs. And also, I don't know. I just, I just think one day when we have your, you have your man cave and that's where the computer is, it'll be easier for us. But well, I think honestly, my end game for this is like a laptop that's like pretty decent. I think that'd be the easiest way to record it. 
You got a laptop that's pretty decent. Why aren't you? You never use it, it is, either. It's not decent. I can't even do anything on it. You wasted five hundred bucks. I wasted a hundred dollars. Oh, well, that's even better. All right. So I don't know if I've said my piece or if I've even made sense or if that was just the ramblings of a, a maniac. About but anything else to add on Gabby? No, not right now. Maybe we'll add more once the, if the guy ever gets found. I guess just in closing, um, if you're a loved one, shit, Google the oh. number really quick. Yeah. Um, are abused, you know someone who's abused, uh, get help. Um, unfortunately, it comes... Don't get emotional. <laughs> it comes down to the victim. Um, you need to be the brave one. And get yourself out. Um, just know there are people out there who love you and you can turn to. Um, and Brady's got the number. I don't have the number yet. Brady does not have the number yet. But just, just be safe. Um... I, and yeah, and if you're, you know, someone on the outside looking in, you can, you know, call and do welfare checks and like check up, but, um, yeah. Oh, this is domestic abuse. Hold on. That's, well, I mean, domestic abuse. Well, I, I guess I'll just get whatever. So... It says the national hotline is 1-800-799-SAFE, which is 7233. I want to say that one more time, just in case. 1-800-799-7233. So, um, oh man, last March, right before... Right before the pandemic hit, like, it was when the toilet paper was going insane you know that time of the pandemic yeah uh my church had like a woman's gathering all the women went and had a very delicious dinner it's like the one and only like church outing i've gone to with this new church we moved into um and this woman was there to talk about her abuse story and it just like broke my heart um and i met her i like you know, I follow my intuition. I felt, like, the need to go up and, like, thank her for her story. And then it was amazing because I just felt like I want to hug her. But I'm not going to be that weird. Hey, let me just hug you, you know, person <laughs> to a stranger. So, I'm like, I just wanted to thank you for sharing your story and, like, your bravery and whatever. And she's like, I feel like I want to hug you. Or she's like, I feel like I want to hug you. And I'm like, I feel like I want to hug you. So, we hugged and then we kind of visited. <laughs> And then I gave her my phone number. I'm like, if you ever need a massage, call me. And she gave me, oh shit, I wonder if I, I think she gave me her business card. Maybe, I'm not sure. But maybe one day if she ever reaches out to me, I'll ask if she'll come on this podcast. Because um, she says that she actually does, not that she likes to talk about her it, but she just, 
She says the difference between her and other victims is she's like, I will talk about my story. I know not everyone will, but she's like, I want, if I can help others, then I'll share. Mm-hmm. So that's just me thinking out loud. I'm putting it to the ethers. Call me. Come get a massage. I loved you. <laughs> I probably freaked her out. She's like, oh, my hell, I'm not calling that girl ever. But anyways, um, I guess that's the end on abuse that I know. Um, just be safe, guys. You're loved. Uh, I don't want to hear about you on the news or true crime podcast. Just be safe. And it can happen to men, too. And uh, Yes. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. It can happen to men, too. Um, and we're obviously skipping over the child abuse, but, like, just domestic abuse. Uh, what are the statistics? It's something like one in every th- three? I don't know. No, it's one in every five women. Or, no. Shit, what is it? I don't know. Uh, I know the statistics. I think for women, it's like one in every... Yeah, one in every four. (laughs) Because, uh... (laughs) One of the nurses who was checking in on my baby uh, when she was first born was like, one in every four women get abused and there's four sitting in this room right now. And I was like... Are you okay? Because we're okay. I know we're okay, but are you the fourth? <laughs> like, you know. Um, but I want to say it's like, it's not that much higher of a number. Like, it's still... Uh, I can't remember, but yeah. And that's another whole, like, can of worms. I could just... Uh, maybe I shouldn't call it that, but a whole other topic I could just dive into is just like... <sighs> it just breaks my heart when you hear about it with men because they... Uh, they have an even harder time coming forward because you get that shame and embarrassment with all the abuse, you know, like everyone gets, but it's almost another layer because it's like that, what, that like air of masculinity, like, oh, you let a girl beat up on you, like, abuse is abuse, and I don't think it should matter, like, I don't think you should judge anyone. I think you should judge a guy if he's getting... If he's getting hurt, then you should care. And you shouldn't care about who's doing it. You know, like... Well, I had a hard time with it because... I was really sick. <laughs> You're the abused one? <laughs> no. I was like... If you came up and, like, punched... Let's say you punched me in the face. I don't think I would just, like, wind up and punch you back in the face. I just, like... Take it because I I know personally I'm like, if I hit you and then the cops come over and then I'm like, well, she hit me first. And they're going to be like, it's going to be like, it's like when you're, when you're a kid, you know, like if McCade would hit me, no big deal. My parents didn't care. But if I hit him, (laughs) it was like, I'm in trouble because because I'm bigger. I'm sure he's going to argue with you on that, but I do see it. I have the exact same thing with my brother. But there's a seven-year gap, so the excuse was always, you're you're older than him. And then when I was, like, a teenager, and he was still a child, it was like, this is child abuse. And, like, <sighs> Colton just, sh- I shouldn't have said his name. My brother just shits gold. Like, he's perfect. <laughs> and I'm just, uh, I'm just a, a teenage pregnancy. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dumb knight. I'm a knight where sexual education was not thought of, so... Well, and so I don't know. I think it's, that's just how I look at it is I'm, I'm like, if you hit me, 
And I told, I think there's the thought in your head. Like if I went and told somebody like, oh, my wife just hit me. They'd be like, so what? Like, yeah, you're way bigger. Like, no offense, but I'm a lot bigger than you. And so they'd probably be like, and like, why? Who cares? Like, she didn't hurt you. Like, she didn't put you in the hospital. But I mean, hitting somebody's hitting somebody. Like, it's not a good, it's just the situation you're in. Like, nobody deserves to be. Yeah. Or emotionally. I shouldn't say that. Oh, like, yeah. Emotionally. Gosh, this is such a whole, like, oh, this might need multiple episodes. But yeah, like, and there's more forms of abuse than just the physical. There's the emotional, there's the mental, there's verbal, like, and I I almost think all of those, like, can wrap up into one, like, like, I don't know, you just, uh, it's a whole thing, and I'm really not an expert, I'm just very, like I said, it hits close to home for me, so I have, like, done a lot of research on it, um, but I am still by no means an expert, but I do know just like. Well, if I can interject for a second. Please do. I, I'm just... I feel like most people don't want, like, I feel like it's harder for people to go get advice from an expert. You know, if you talk yeah. to like some guy at work and the guy at work's like, yeah, you're getting abused. Then you're probably like, I am getting abused. But if you talk to like a person who is like paid to deal with people getting abused and you go over and you're like. You are getting abused. Let me help you. You're like, well, you just need money or whatever. Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe. And it would probably a lot easier. Like if my dad told me something, I would take it more serious than if some dude at Shopco told me something. Shout out to Shopco. I think they went out of business. We were talking about it today. Uh, <laughs> but who are you talking to with you? No, was, we weren't. Oh, I was talking to McCade about it today. No, it was on oh, Friday. Okay. We were driving past. I uh, a, lied. We were driving past. <laughs> we were driving past the Shopco, and I, and it was out of business. And I was like, "Geez, are all of the Shopcos out of business?" And he's like, "Yeah, because we have another one that's kind of by our house that went out of business. It's finally getting turned into something." And I'm like, "That's cool, like that they're doing that, but it sucks that shop going out." But anyways, back to Shopko. abuse. Anyway, yeah, but I'm gonna like, like say I've built up a relationship with somebody. I'm going to listen to them over somebody I've never met. Even though that person I've never met is probably like a lot more qualified than. And I guess the other thing I'll add to the people that are on the outside looking in is. um, I know there's only a limited amount you can do. But if you do think something is wrong. Like don't. Don't be afraid to do something about it. You know like. Yeah. Uh, Dave Schrader brings it up because of those... What were their names? The very famous... Um, oh. Um, paranormal... What were their names? Ghost hunters that murdered suicide. And Dave and Tim are looking back on their relationship and being like, there were so many red flags and there were times where... I thought maybe this is wrong, but then I thought, no, maybe this is just how they are. Maybe, you know, and never said anything and too afraid to say something because he didn't want to offend feelings. And, um, I don't know. I know it's hard, but just if you think something's wrong, don't be afraid to speak up 
or just offer like see that's the thing was with this girl that told the her story was she had a she was LDS and she had a visiting teacher it was Mark and Debbie Constantino. That's Sorry. Right. Yeah, no, you're fine. She had a visiting teacher who'd come, and um, the husband would always be home, but they'd, like, do crafts weekly. Like, that was their thing. And she, like, point blank asked, like, is everything all right? And the woman said, yes, everything is, but then, like, shook her head no. Mm-hmm. And so she just, like, wrote these instructions down on a craft, like, um... You know, if you ever need an out, if you ever need to escape, I will, like, they lived in an apartment complex together. She's like, I want you to take a toilet paper roll, gave her a toilet paper roll, and she's like, wrote it down, instructions, and she's like, put it, so the husband didn't hear anything, sorry, put it in the window, when I see that, I will come and I will get you and the kids and I will take you to a safe house. Um, and that's what she did eventually, it took her a while before she finally... What the hell was that? Was that you? No. Did you hear that? Yeah. Might have been our kid just kicking the wall because she does that when she sleeps. It sounded like it was from you. Anyways, her story gave me chills. That'd be cool if she came on, but... Anyways, I'm not saying go out and, like, personally save someone, but I, like... You don't have to do this, like, courageous bust in, you know, grab the victim and the kids and, like, haul ass out, but... You know, even if it's just a friendly word of, like, hey, are you okay? Is everything good? You know, like, a call to, you know, a welfare check or just, like, something. Like, don't be afraid of that. But maybe I shouldn't give out advice when I'm not an expert. So let's, um, now that we got 15 minutes to talk about our next huge-ass subject, (laughs) (laughs) anything else on abuse before we get into (laughs) the next fun, fun talk that's going to keep me up tonight no all right well um moving on another thing we were watching this week was the onision uh allegations i guess at this point because nothing's proven i mean it's again the show is on discovery plus i'm pretty sure it's a discovery plus original yeah and it's called onision in real life yeah and it's a, and I hadn't heard anything about this. Like I think I watched a little bit. I watch um, Philip DeFranco, and he'll cover YouTube news. I think I heard about it through him, but I was never really like connected, so I didn't really watch it. But basically, it's just about this YouTuber who would groom children, and then like he was just. It sounded like he was physically abusive, but he's. Definitely mentally and verbally abusive. Um, but, yeah, he just... What really sucks is he's not done anything illegal. Uh, just just for the fact that he waited till these women, or these girls, their girls were 18 before he'd have sex with them, but... Or of... Oh, or whatever age of consent was in the state yeah. they were at that time. So he admitted... there were seventeen year olds, but where they were, the age of consent was seventeen, so it was fine. Ugh, we need to fix that. We need to just wipe across the board, just like freaking. This is the age, and we all have to be this age. Yeah. I don't give a shit where you're from. 
Well, like I said, I I told you, I talked to my kid about it. I'm like, what I was told in law enforcement class in high school, because somebody asked about um, age of consent and stuff. And my teacher basically said, yes, that is like technically the age of whatever, the age of consent in that state. But if you have to go to court for any reason, they're going to throw it out because the status quo for the country, what's expected is 18. You're not allowed to do anything until you're 18. You're a kid until you're 18. So even if your state says, oh, you can do it when you're 17, that's okay. If because you're still technically a child under your parent. If your parent says anything about it, um, you can get in trouble for that. Even though, well, well, the state says, the, yeah, it doesn't matter. The judge will throw it out um, basically because, like, pretty much, I don't know if it's not, it's not worldwide, but like nationwide, 18 is the, the age. So if anybody would have tried to press charges on him for it, he would have gotten in trouble for it. But the problem was all these girls were groomed to thinking that this was okay. Yeah. Yeah. And this is really, we were thinking, I've been really strict with my daughters having like a tablet and I've been very anti them having a tablet. And this was the year that I was thinking maybe this will be the year that I will get them a tablet for their birthdays. And then we watch this shit, and I'm like, just kidding, I'm back on the no tablet train. Because it just... Oh, it just scares me, because it's just... And this is why I started, if anyone wants to know, when the this stupid show's called Panda Talks, and I always introduce myself as Panda, and Brady's like, I'm not afraid of anything, this is my name. I... I grew up in the time where it was like, you never say shit about yourself on the internet. You don't say your name, age, gender, location, nothing. And and now it's, we live in an era where people are famous for being themselves on the internet. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people will say their name, age, location. We've done all three, you know? Yeah. Um. So it's just a weird time and it's just... It's just so easy for predators. It's just so easy for them. And I just... I don't want my kids to be victims. I am just, like, trying everything I can to, like, prepare them just to avoid that. You know? Because I just... I... Oh, it just makes me so sick. It makes me so sick. I think the number one way to protect them is, with anything, information. You know? Like, it's going to be hard to teach them while they're, you know children like little kids yeah but i i i guess i'm not too worried about until like 12 13 when they start becoming rebellious and whatever i'm like well i'm gonna teach them about all of this you know and because i feel like back in the day it was a lot harder because everybody always was like be careful because all the people on there that say they're your age are actually 45 year old men and I feel like back in the day, people were like, yeah, yeah, but nowadays, every I just assume everybody on there is a 45-year-old man. Well, it's not just, like, the chat rooms, because obviously our daughter's not going to be on the chat room. Uh, she can't spell. It's, it's like, okay, she's going to, like, be playing games and watching YouTube 
those are your two primary like concerns right now. And I know YouTube has done its best, but you know, there were still some videos out there that were basically grooming kids. My hell, if we get back into the conspiracy side of things, effing Disney is trying to groom our kids, you know, like, mm -hmm. so I'm more worried right now that she's going to be, because I really monitor heavily what she watches, um, when she watches YouTube, it's either, like, we're right there and she has the phone, but we're, like, you know, that's a very rare occasion. Normally, it's on our TV, and I'm just in the other room cleaning, and I just poke my head in and just make sure it's something appropriate. Well, I will say this. She's really good. Um, when we do let her, she'll... I don't know if she asks you. She always asks me. She'll bring it up to me. I guess I'm, you know, I'm the more lenient parent. But she'll come up and be like, hey, dad, can I watch this? And I'm usually, sometimes I'm like, yeah, that's fine. But usually it's like Kay. weird stuff that I don't know if I like or not. But so I'll at, say no. At my mother's, even when I'm there on my mother's tablet, she doesn't ask. She just watches. And that's. Just to have that private, she's going to have this in her bedroom, on car rides, whatever, you know, like, I just don't, I just worry about what she's going to find. And I know we're going to, like, do all the parent locks, but I just hope it's enough. Yeah. Because I just, I don't even know. Should we give yeah. out the definition of grooming, just in case people don't know what it is? Because I still don't even, like, I know what it is, but I couldn't give a definition answer. Yeah, it's kind of like gaslighting, like. People don't know, like, the exact definition, but if somebody's like, they gaslighted me, then you you know what they're saying. Yeah, it's basically making that child feel, uh, like, you're normalizing sex, and you're making them feel like, oh, I love you, you know? And then, I, is grooming specifically, like, prepping them for when they turn 18, it's go time? Or is it just like, yeah, is it just like an overall? I think it's for... It's just normalizing it, I think is the basis. Yeah, because you can use it on younger kids and then like when their their predator molests them since it's normalized, um, they don't say anything because they think it's normal. Yeah. So I, I, like I said, I can't give a definition answer, but I'm pretty sure it's just normalizing. I will um, read the definition if you would like. Okay. Um, the action by a pedophile of preparing a child for a meeting, especially via an internet chat room, with the intention of committing sexual offense. So, it's basically, yeah, an adult trying to get a kid ready for and i'm sure it's like because we've tried to take steps to protect our kids like um because you listen to the podcast and we've kind of heard like the smart talks podcast yeah. and other like true crime and they say stuff. stuff like stuff you don't think about like don't don't say secret because you that's like not just say secrets you don't keep secrets because a secret hurts others it hurts you, it makes your child, like, a predator will use it, as in, like, 
oh, you want to keep a secret and, like, make that kid feel cool for doing something important. But then also, like, give them the guilt and shame of, I have to keep this secret. Um, so we only keep surprises because no one gets hurt with a surprise and it's not... You don't keep it forever, you know? Yeah, like, you're eventually... Like, everybody's gonna find out. Like, what we're getting daddy for his birthday is a surprise. So we're not gonna tell him now, but when his birthday comes... We'll tell yeah. him. Like, there's an end date where secret's inevitable. Like, the other day we took her out for a... Just for a... Little date. A, yeah, a little date for her because she... You know, just a good girl. I wanted to do one-on-one, like, mommy-me dates with each girl. And I made that commitment before our baby was born. And I've been so horrible at it. So I need to go back to, like... A monthly just me and her just doing something. Even if it's just going to the gas station. Just me and her. Um, and you. But you know just that one on one time. So she still knows she's loved and special. Even though there's two of them. And mommy's a screaming maniac. <laughs> but. Yeah. So but well, we took her out. And we weren't telling her where we were going. But it was a surprise. You know it wasn't a secret. We're not taking you to a secret place. We're like. It's a surprise, it's a surprise, but she's her mother's daughter. So, she's like, just tell me. No, I hate spoilers, so don't even. <laughs> I know, you always make me tell you your Christmas presents before that I do. That is a effing lie. You're always like, I got you this. And I'm like, well, why did you tell me? I wanted to be surprised. I know, I'm so excited. but You already got me stuff? I did, and I already gave it to you, remember? I told you... That's another thing. I was like, Brady bought me a book, and he's like, it's your Christmas, and he just left it out on our freaking dresser for three days, and I'm like, okay, so as an adult, didn't peek, like, put it in our little cubby closet, and then he, like, I opened it, and it fell out, and I'm like, oh no, my Christmas present, and I gave it to him, and I'm like, why don't you hide it this time? And he's like, I'll just give it to you now. And then just gives it to me. And it's like, well, you just ruined Christmas. Congratulations. Well, to be fair. Sorry, I really had to move. Um, to be fair, I wasn't 100% sure. I'm just like, uh, it'd be nice to buy it for Christmas. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, this is like so far ahead. I'm going to I'm going to Clark. starting Christmas shopping. Well, my biggest fear is that I'll Clark Griswold it and I'll hide it. And then I'll forget about it. And then we'll move. And then the next people that move in behind us will find a book about witchcraft. And be like, <laughs> Brady what? approves of my witchcraft. He bought me a witchcraft book. What the hell was going it on It would have made here? a lovely Christmas present. But anyways, um, other things we do to like prep our kids to not be groomed is uh, we give and we call our parts our parts. We don't have cute little nicknames that predators can get off on and... Um, it also makes it harder to, like, prove in court a child was molested when they can't say, when they're like, oh, my, my pee-pee, my, my cookie, my washing machine, or whatever the other stupid weird names. No offense, someone probably told their kid to say that, but. Washing machine. Yeah, I heard that one. I was like, what the fuck? Like. What are you washing? I don't know. I'm disgusted and pissed, but we use anatomical names. About our body parts. And, like, this is something I was definitely, like, gonna do before hearing that. It helped with, um, to prevent grooming. 
Uh, and then I was just totally on board when I heard that it was. But I just, I think it's important. And we've already talked on here. Go back and listen to Shimanetta uh, talk about sex. The episode we did, um, it's one of my favorites. But it's another thing I'm passionate about. Is sex education sucks. And uh, I think having a bad sex education also sets your child up to like easily be groomed. Because they don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. So we use anatomical correct names. Um, and yes, it does kind of feel weird and wrong teaching my daughter these things. But at the same time, have you ever heard a four-year-old say urethra? Because it's freaking hilarious. And it's not like I'm going down there and pointing out all her parts. But obviously she has questions about her own, her own body. And I just continue with the conversation like, yes, this is your... Urethra. That's our biggest one right now because we're, you know. Yeah. We're in that we just were potty trained phase and I don't know. Well, I think to kind of go back to where we were before, um, it was just really interesting to watch the show and to see because you, you really get to see it all play out because the first girl that he grooms um, they start a relationship when she's 17. She eventually, like, moves in with him while she's still 17. I think their, like, whole relation, not the whole, the whole first part of their relationship happens before she's 18. Um, and then she moves out and you're like, oh, good for you. You got out. Like, that was crazy because she, like, explains the whole situation, everything that happened, the way that he treated her, how she felt, you know. And then he gets another girlfriend and basically does the same thing to her over a shorter period of time. And then they break up. And the first girl goes back to him. Like after she had been out, like she got out and goes back and gets thrown back in the same thing. And she's like, I, I just felt like I wanted to go back. (laughs) Yeah. Back to that abuse cycle. Like, I can't explain it because I was never there. I was never in an abuse cycle myself. So I don't know what keeps you from going back. I know certain people what kept them from leaving. But um, I don't, I can't explain it because I've not been in that part. But I know that 100% it's not, they're not in their right state of mind. Yeah. Um, And it's more complicated than what it seems just on the surface. So... That's another thing I'm sure she gets a lot of scrutiny and hate for going back and, oh, why didn't you just leave when you had the chance, you know, but it just, it's not simple and maybe an expert one day can explain it better on this show than I can, but. Well, they're like, yeah, they go through the whole process, kind of like you showed where he like brings her in. Um, She was like. Making her own money, doing her own thing. And then he basically, she gives that up for him. So then she like has no way of making money. And then he cuts all ties with her family. Because her family can kind of see what's going on, but she can't. And yeah, it just basically gets her to the point where she, she has like a full mental breakdown. And he like videotapes the whole thing and posts it on his YouTube channel. And I'm like, holy crap, this is... This is terrible, but I mean, it's really eye-opening to watch. Like, some episodes are really hard to watch, but I mean, 
you finish it and you're just like, geez, I, I feel like I'd be able to help somebody now. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if they would know they need help. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like if I told somebody, hey, by the way, you know you're in this terrible, terrible relationship. They're like, no, what are you talking about? This is, this is how everybody is. This is normal. Yeah. But. It's just, it's really hard. And it, it really, like I said, I don't know. I talk about it a lot. True Kind Podcasts, I have to be really careful with what I listen to. I think, I think back a lot. Brady made me listen to, McCabe made us listen to this Joe Rogan podcast with a girl from North Korea that kind of explained, like, living in North Korea and how awful it was. Um, and she kind of brings up, and I'm going to bring it up too, I don't care if it pisses people off, but, like, trigger words. And she's like, just because you get uncomfortable when you talk about a certain word and it triggers you, it doesn't mean that that thing isn't happening and we shouldn't just stop talking about it. To which I really agree just because like pedophilia makes me sick doesn't mean I should like avoid it at all costs because it's not just going to go away and it's not just going to not happen because I'm not hearing about it yeah but to that extent I really do have to be careful with like how much I consume because like I said that Onision was so hard for me to watch but I felt like I needed to, to kind of like, what can I take away from this to help with my kids, mm -hmm. um, be safe, but I, I literally will lose sleep over this, like, it physically makes me, you know, like, like, vomit in my throat, like, you, like, I, ugh, I can't, and it pisses me off, and I'll, and this is another thing that I'm passionate about, <laughs> Because I just, I get riled up. It just, I don't understand why they're just sick assholes on this planet that just want to harm these innocent little things. Yeah. And I don't know. So I guess that was the, because we started watching it not, I didn't know what it was. Um, But it was just kind of interesting because you always hear people like, Oh, I'm going to talk you through this. But the fact that they had, because he like posted everything to his YouTube channel, they pretty much had everything laid out. Like they could show you from one to the next. And they would like show you um, texts that they had sent back and forth. And you're just like, holy crap, this is super sketchy. Like, I, I don't know. But. So I, I don't regret watching it. Um, really interesting. If you have Discovery Plus, there's like four episodes. The first three aired like a week apart from each other. And then the last one was like five months later. Um, but it was just kind of eye-opening. Made me, you know, gave me things to watch out for, I guess. Yeah. Well... What a dark and grim subject. Oh, crap. Can I borrow your phone real quick? Yeah, I got this. I got the phone number for the... Because they'd show the, the phone number at the end of every episode for like... um, uh, The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. Yeah. Yep. So the number for them, uh, if 
you know, any children that are missing or exploited, uh, just any child that needs help. Uh, the number is 1-800-THE-LOSS. I don't... Let me look at another phone to see what that would be. So it would be 843-5677. Yes. So 1-800-843-56... No, it would be 5... Damn it. We should plan ahead. O-O-S-T. 1-800-843-5678. Oh, 78. 1-800-843-5678. Um, yeah. I, anything else on child grooming you want to add to? <sighs> nope. Okay. Just watch your kids, I guess. You take care of them, please. Uh, and on that note, uh, we this is the last episode of August, um, September. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Halloween. Next week's Halloween. Uh, I'm not doing a September book dump. This I know Brady wants to because I read two of his favorite books, but um. I just didn't read many. Uh, I was it was kind of a calm before the Halloween storm, so if anyone wants to read any books along with us, so when we do a book dump in October, you can keep up. The books I'm going to try and read in October is, are, words I don't know English. Ams. Ams. Um, Coraline, by Neil. Gaiman. Gaiman. Um. I really want to read Phantom of the Opera again. It was so freaking good, but I won't. Let's see. You could if you have enough time at the end. The Lost Cause of Bleak Creek, I feel like, would be a pretty good, like, um, Halloween-y book. It's kind of like a thriller. You would... I don't want to read Hannibal, but I also feel like that'd be a good... You don't have to. I Am Legend. I hear the book's actually really good. You got a lot more on your library than I have on mine. Really? Uh, Jaws is a monster movie. Maybe save it for the 4th of July if you want. I don't know if I'm going to read it. Brady did not talk it up very well. The Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Frankenstein. A Stir of Echoes. Um, I might not read this, but I'll throw it out there. World War Z. Um. Oh, it's so good. You've got to do that one. Maybe at the end. I got a long list, bro. Uh, Dracula. Sherlock Holmes, and um, if if we get around to it, I would love to read the Interview with a Vampire trilogy. I don't. I know it's Interview with a Vampire, Queen of the Damned, and there's one more, but I do not. The Vampire was stopped. Okay, do you know what order they go in? Um, I think that was the order. Okay, cool. Well, I'd love to read the trilogy. Um. Bare minimum, at least, Interview with a Vampire, and then maybe the other two, but, um, those are going to be what we aim for. I have have I've kind of dropped the ball on the podcast a little bit. Depression's been kicking my ass. I've been taking cold showers. It's supposed to help with depression. I don't feel like it is yet, but I'm getting excited because my season starts next month. 
<laughs> you already started your pumpkin spice. I know. I've been going hard, but, you know, still. Anyways, um, we got some fun episodes coming up to make up for the lackluster ones. Uh, they'll probably still be shitty quality because, hey, that's what you expect from us by now. But, uh, yeah, I'm super excited. Any Any final parting words to our friends out there? Um... Stay safe. Please stay safe. Um, I've been Panda. I've been Brady. And we can't wait to talk to you next time. And we love you. Always and forever. Don't get up.